Welcome everybody back to the Nuggets of Gold podcast and YouTube channel. Today I am back here with Aiden and we're going to be talking about Kyle Shanahan. Obviously, a lot of negativity has been going his way. Uh, he's even said rightfully so. I mean, this team has lost four games in a row. So we're going to talk about like what we should be blaming Kyle for, what maybe shouldn't be blamed on him. Um, I know that some people feel that like since he's the head coach, everything goes on him. I get that from like a management standpoint, but what is like actually like his fault? And I think that's what we're going to try to discuss today. But Aiden, I'll let you start, man. First of all, how are you feeling after the Colts game with everything? And then what's like the biggest thing you think that right now that we need to point out that Shanahan's doing wrong? In one word, I am feeling demoralized. Um, I came into Sunday night optimistic. Um, Niners coming off a bye, playing a Colts team that at, at the very least are in a very similar talent level. Um but obviously you're missing Trent, Trent Williams, um, who's big. It was a rainy game. Um, so I was expecting us to run the ball and we did for like a drive and a half. And then Kai, I think, I think it was Matt, one of the 49ers beat beat writers, uh, had some sort of opinion about why Kyle is, is struggling this year. And he, he made the, the argument that Kyle is, anticipating changes before they're even being made. Um, and he's kind of like going away from what's working already. Um, he's he almost, I guess, insinuating that Kyle is, is, is being too smart. Um, and we saw that on, on Sunday where the Niners are running the ball and then you inexplicably pass three times, settle for three, and the momentum is completely shifted. Um, and then the Colts went right down and scored. I think they had their their first long PI on on that that drive. Um, so I think that that's the main thing that you can criticize Cal for is the play calling has been a little bit suspect at times. I get that Trey Lance like had some runs that he wasn't supposed to during during that that Cardinals game, but you still allowed him to run 16 times in his professional debut, and he got hurt. Um, that goes on the play caller. Um, so Kyle deserves criticism. I don't think he's on the hot seat or anything like that. I think he's a really good coach and anybody on, on the market is going to be below what, what Kyle is. Everyone's going to struggle at some point. And like, we're, we're two and four, we're not zero and six long, long season to go. Um, but he definitely needs some, some criticism right now. Yeah. And, and he absolutely deserves a lot of criticism. I mean, this team is two and four. Going into the season, you look at this roster and you go, wow, this roster's stacked. Except for there's a couple areas where there was not much done or the wrong wrong players were selected. Um, and now you're seeing a few holes there. Uh, the big one is in the secondary. Secondary looks absolutely terrible right now. Um, we also see the right side of the offensive line, especially in Trey Lance's debut, looked awful. Got absolutely beat. It felt like they got beat every single play. So you have a couple spots there um, where the team is really struggling. And to me, the biggest thing that Kyle should be blamed for, first off, the biggest thing I think right now, presently, is Jimmy Garoppolo starting on Sunday against the Bears. I do not understand it at all. So just so you know, the Niners are four or two and four. For them to end the year 10 and 7, they have to go eight and three. That's probably what it takes to make the playoffs. Maybe you could squeak in if you get not win nine games, nine and eight, just because the seven seed is so like light. But 
that's pretty unlikely as as is like having that record where you got to get really hot. And what we've seen from this offense is that they are completely stagnant. And I actually don't think a lot of that is Kyle's fault. I think a lot of it is Jimmy Garoppolo's fault. Um, anyone that has been on Twitter today or yesterday has seen play after play after play where Jimmy just completely misses guys downfield on the interception, the Debo Samuel the, or to Xavier Rhodes were uh, like Debo ran like a, a comeback or like a curl and it gets popped up in the air and he, he picks exit, but he steps out. Muhammad Sanu is so wide open. Like the middle of the field, like you could throw it to him, like behind him, let him come back and catch it. And he's still probably going to turn around and run in for a touchdown. Like that's how wide open he was. There was nobody even remotely close to him. Everyone on the left side of the field went to Depot. Everyone on the right side of the field went to Ayuk. And Muhammad Sanu was wide open running a, a fat post. Um, so it was, it was like, there's a lot of plays I think where it's bad, but that's the thing. Like if Jimmy's playing that bad, we're going into, what is it? Week eight. We're going into week eight. You have a rookie quarterback that you spent the third overall pick in that in his debut through the least amount of interceptable passes that we have seen this season in a start from our quarterback. That's crazy to think. And he threw a pick, but the pick wasn't awful. Like he overthrew him early on in the game. He was excited. You know, it's one of those. That's what rookie quarterbacks do. He never looked at him and just saw a linebacker in the middle of the field and threw it right to him. We saw that, that there was a ball that was dropped by one of the Colts linebackers. And then Jimmy also threw two other interceptions. It, it was a bad performance. And, and it, I didn't think it was even like his worst one. Like I didn't think it was horrible. I thought Green Bay was by far the worst. One. I thought Green Bay was awful. Um, early on in the Eagles game, Jimmy was completely off. I mean, Aiden Mean, you saw that firsthand. There were about five third downs where he just overthrows the guy on outside the numbers. So I think that they're working with an offense that it's not. I mean, there's guys running wide open downfield that aren't getting the ball thrown to them. And so I think that's really frustrating. But as the head coach, Kyle Shanahan needs to make that adjustment and bring in Trey Lance. The other thing that I think you can really blame Kyle for is the roster construction in a few areas. There's just huge whiffs. Now, of course, the one that gets talked about a lot last week is DeForest Buckner. Um, that that's obviously terrible. It looks awful now. Um, not just because of like Javon Kinlaw is not playing and now is hurt and it might have a very, very serious knee injury, but they went, they traded for D Ford. D Ford gets paid. I mean, in my opinion, D Ford gets paid bucks money and D Ford is nowhere to be seen because of injury. Those injury concerns were there when they traded for him. That just didn't arise like after he came to San Francisco. The Chiefs were unloading him, and it was pretty known that they were unloading him because of all of his injury history. That was a known thing where it's like, oh, you're getting this guy, but it's like pretty risky. And they trade him, they extend him right away. Buckner, Buckner's gone. Armstead, I know people like to really, really critique Armstead. I think Armstead's been fine since his deal. Honestly, one of the few guys that's like legitimately like played to their to their money, I feel like. Um, and then you get Javon Kinlaw, who he it's not his fault, but he has a degenerate knee he has the Todd Gurley knee that's really really scary so from that point that was really bad move then you look at the secondary Diamador Lenore is inactive Drake Kirkpatrick comes in gets absolutely mossed to end the game if Diamador Lenore is in there from what we've seen this year he's not it's not going to look like that like from what we've seen out of him this season And, and why is he not playing it doesn't make any sense it really doesn't make any sense the secondary is in shambles because they were banking on a guy in Jason Verrett to come out there and play 17 games. 
why, why would you do that? <laughs> Same type of thing. Same thing as D Ford, Jason Verrett. And, and he didn't get like, I don't want to blame him or anything, but he's been a guy that has not been dependable throughout his career. And that's your number one corner. And your other guys are Emmanuel Mosley, K1 Williams. K1 Williams is fine. But then it's Josh Norman. Josh Norman's been all right. Okay, you draft two rookie corners. One of them's good. How about that guy's your backup? Not Drake Kirkpatrick. That doesn't make any sense. And there's people on the market when the Niners were banged up at corner earlier in the year. Um, they were in a situation where they had Dante Johnson unpressed man on Devontae Adams. When you're constructing a roster, there should never be a time where Devontae Adams is being guarded by Dante Johnson. Not one time in an entire season. That should never happen. That should never be the case. So... I think a lot of it, I think a lot of this, the issues too with Kyle is like, there's a lot of coaching turnover and that makes it really hard from like an, like an organizational standpoint and just like having stability. Like we see the Niners are super chaotic, super undisciplined. I think a lot of that is there, but that's also his fault. Like you got to find ways to adjust in the off season and come out and be smooth. Like so many teams go through a lot of coaching turnover and they're able to figure it out. The thing with Kyle is that Kyle had LaFleur and Sala with him for the entire time. This is his first year without them. And he counts on them a lot. It's very clear. It's not a bad thing. Many coaches do. Um, like you said, I, I still have faith in Kyle long-term, but to say that this season has been good in any sense, it, it's, it's been horrible. It has been a horrible start to the year. Um, from Kyle's standpoint, like you said, the play calling looks awful because their offense looks so flat. That's him. And then you have this glaring hole in the secondary. So, the roster construction, the mismanagement of quarterback. The Niners have the have had like the worst quarterback play in the NFL. Not like they have. They they've had the worst quarterback play in the NFL. Zach Wilson doesn't have a chance out there. He hasn't looked very good. But like Jimmy Garoppolo has played awful. So there's no reason to keep playing him. He doesn't give you a good chance to win. He doesn't and, and Trey Lance gives you a better chance to win and you can help develop him right away. So I don't know. What, what do you think about that? Do you think that those are the, the a couple areas too where you could you could put it on Kyle? Yeah, uh, I think personnel decisions also goes to John Lynch, but I think people are hating on Lynch a little bit more than they probably should. Like more of that should fall on 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 Kyle. Kyle is a guy who wants his guys in in spots, and I think that that was very much like a mutual decision to get a guy like like D Ford. Um, and they've just whiffed on a couple of those big signings. Um, but they've also had a couple great ones. Sherman was a major question mark when when the Niners brought him in, gave you a second-team all-pro season, uh, was a solid veteran leader. Um, guys, this offseason, were, were, you were able to get Trent, Trent Williams, A, in the building, and B, kept him from going to the Chiefs, which was huge. That'll be huge for the Niners for the next three years or however long he he wants to play. So you're obviously just going to remember the whiffs and Buckner's an awful whiff. Um, D Ford paying him that much money, but you did manage to restructure him, and you it never really hindered um, from from our our perspective like anything crazy. Like you made a Super Bowl with him barely playing. Um, you should have paid Buck that 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 money looking back on it. But when it happened, I thought it was a smart move. Like trade Buckner, who's going to get paid a ton of money for a young DT who plays the same position. Um, you you would have thought that that the DT could have been a lot more healthy, but maybe he had some questions pre-draft. So 
definitely deserves criticism, but I'm not ready to punt on this uh, front offense front office after six games. And they dealt with the injuries last year, which were horrendous. So the last full season we've seen is still a Super Bowl appearance. And we see six games this year where, where they they won two of them. Um, it's not like they're 0-6. There are some some bright spots, but I think that you hit it right on the head. We need Trey Lance to play. Um, and I don't really understand. Like, I don't see a reason why not. He doesn't give you a better chance to win now or later. So I don't know why Jimmy is playing. Um, and I, I want to see Lance in there. I think he can do more with his legs. And worst, worst case, he misses wide open touchdowns, which Jimmy is doing anyway. So you're not losing anything, um, and you add the, the the rushing element. You add uh, stuff with his legs, and maybe worst worst case is is he gets hurt. You have Jimmy, that's fine. He's an upper tier backup. Like you you lose nothing. Um, so I don't really understand that. Think there's a chance Lance is the starter for this Bears game. Uh, I'd say betting favorite is probably probably still still Jimmy. Uh, Matt and I were were texting about it earlier this week. Kyle is is more patient than either of of us. Um, he's smarter than than me. I can't speak for Matt. Uh, I don't know if 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 he's ready to to, to pull that out there. But um, I I still have have trust trust the process, believe in it, um, and I think that Niners in three years is a completely different conversation. I think you're they're probably four and two, five and one. Um, rather than than two and four, this was never going to be a Super Bowl winning season. The realistic expectation was to make the playoffs, have some success. That could still happen. Uh, I think Matt said we have to go eight eight and three um, to be ten and seven ish, which is doable. Um, and if it happens, awesome. But if not, so so be it. Um, so that's really where I I, I stand on it. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, I know a lot of people are really big on firing Kyle Shanahan right now. I I also disagree with that. I think I, I get being very frustrated in the short term, but and I get like people will bring up Kyle's record. While like you can do that, Kyle took over a team that was awful, and so those first two years, you couldn't really say anything about the record. I always felt. I felt that the 49ers teams have overperformed every single season, like of who's playing the games. Besides last year, last year was kind of a wash. I didn't really feel like they overperformed or underperformed. They were so banged up. It was just whatever. But the first three years, they overperformed every single season, I felt, even when they weren't very good. Like they were still playing, they were still hanging in games. Remember, like the first nine out of 10 games that Kyle had played, they lost by like it was two points or less. And their roster was horrible. Their roster was absolutely terrible. And so you see them that, you know, they've overperformed a lot. This is the first time I've ever felt where they've underperformed. And granted, they are heavily underperforming right now. They are not a team that should be two and four. They, they should not be there. But that doesn't mean that you just fire Kyle. We've seen teams do this in the past. Now, Andy Reid was part of the, the Eagles for a little bit longer. Andy Reid got fired from the Eagles. The Eagles went into a complete nightmare mode. For a while. Now, eventually they figured out they had Doug Peterson. Um, but they went to like a bad, a few bad years. They signed Chip. Um, and then Andy Reid goes and look how great he's been in, in Kansas City. You know, like, so there's been a lot of guys. Uh, Bill Belichick with the Browns. 
same situation. You know, like there's been a lot of coaches where that they've coached for one team. They get kind of let go a little prematurely and then they go somewhere else and they're great. I still believe in Kyle. The one thing I would say that I would, that I would consider doing is bringing someone in there to be like, dude, it makes no sense. Absolutely no sense to start Jimmy Garoppolo. You might feel more comfortable with him, but it does not help the team moving forward. And there needs to be someone that that's in this organization that does that. Um, I kind of felt like John Lynch had been that guy, uh, like to like to be like the structure guy, you know, not necessarily like going in there and like being an amazing scout because that's that's been Adam Peters, that's pretty well known. I feel like, um, but I feel like you got to have someone that's there to say, Kyle, like we cannot do this. We cannot have Jimmy Garoppolo starting anymore because that is a very very bad move. And so I think that's I think that's the thing that most people are frustrated about. I'm frustrated about the play calling too, but like. Like I said, like you're seeing guys running wide open down the field, like wide open down the field, and they're just knocking the ball thrown to them. Other thing you said, Aiden, you said Lance might miss a few. I'm totally fine if he misses a few, as long as he's actually throwing to the guys that are wide open downfield. That's what I want to see really bad. So I'm all, I'm all for Trey Lance starting right away, uh, or right now, I guess. I said that he should have started week one, even though he's super raw, rawest quarterback ever coming out. Um I still think he looked pretty good in his one game. I thought he looked better than Jimmy has maybe besides the lions game. Probably that the only game that I think, I think Trey looked better than, than all the other ones. And Jimmy's been what in the league for like eight years, nine years. So I'm all for starting Trey. I get the frustration with Kyle, but I, I don't think it's time to fire him. But if you do let me know and, and give the reason, like why you think that that Kyle should be fired. Um, I think in the long term, I think it's going to, you know, it's going to turn itself around. I, I get the frustration, though. I 100% get the frustration from everyone. So with that said, that's going to do it from us today. Um, tomorrow, we're going to be going over this rookie class, which a lot of guys trending up, a lot of guys trending down. Like, it's really, like, boomer bust, I feel like, right now, um, which is always, like, in a rookie season, it always feels like that. Um, but that's going to do it for today. Thank you all for listening, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.